Welcome to BSD Talk number 203. It's Thursday, March 17, 2011. Yes, it's been a few months since I've done a podcast. Things have been a bit busy, but I hope that I can get back to this soon. Anyway, here's the interview. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Dan Langell. Welcome back to the show. G'day. Well, good to be back. And it's that time of year again for BSD Can, so... I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about the conference this year and uh, get some details. So what do we have so far? Well, this year, as every previous year, BSG Can is being held at the University of Ottawa in Ottawa, Canada. And it will be two days of talks on Friday and Saturday, the 13th and 14th of May. And it'll be preceded by two days of tutorials on the 11th and 12th of May, which is a... Wednesday, Thursday. This year, the the FreeBSD Developer Summit, which has been held at BSD Can for a number of years now, um, it's been getting bigger and bigger each year. And after last year's success with inviting a number of um, people into their Developer Summit, uh, people from outside that aren't actually involved directly with FreeBSD development, they decided to open up some of their talks to the public. So that means that on the first day of talks, there will actually be four concurrent slots instead of the usual three. And that uh, new slot will be taken up by talks that would normally be unavailable to the public, uh, but put on by the FreeBSD Developer Summit. On the first day of tutorials, we actually have two tutorials as usual, but they're running all day and they're running concurrently. One that is uh, on SCTP and the other one is on IPv6. And on the second day, the tutorials go back to normal with one in the morning on networking and one in the afternoon on uh, firewalls. So in, in past years, people haven't had to make a choice during the tutorials, although the, the conference was multi-track. So this year is the first year that you've got different tracks to choose from on the first day of tutorials. Yes, this year they're going to have to make a choice. Uh, they can only attend three tutorials instead of the usual four, but they're going to get the same number of hours of tutorials in. It's just going to be on one less subject. And registration for the conference is currently open, right? Yes, registration is open. Uh, the prices are the same as last year with the exception of the corporate extra We've increased that, um, but it's still cheaper than the original corporate price. So the first person from a corporation coming along, they pay the 350 and each additional person is 175 uh, Individuals attending, the, those of you that are paying for the conference yourself instead of your company, you pay 195 And is housing still going to be in the traditional locations on campus? Yes, um, that's a good point, actually. There's not a lot of time to book your room on campus. I, I suggest booking your room by the 25th of March. It's at that time that the block of rooms that we have assigned to us get opened up to the public. Now, chances are you'll still be able to get a room after then, 
but if you book it by the 25th of March, you'll get one of the rooms out of our blocks. And in the past, you've provided lunch during the conference, which gives people an opportunity to hang out and, and sort of do what they call the hallway or the uh, the lunchroom track. Are you still doing that? Yes, we'll be doing that again this year. I, I think this will be the third or the fourth year that we've provided lunch on site. It's a it's a small box lunch, and you get a drink, some fruit, sandwich, and everyone just hangs around in the hallways and conference rooms and, and talks and chats about various things. That makes lunch a, a lot faster. You don't have to go out. You don't have to wait very long for your lunch. You can just get it in the hallway outside the conference room you're just in. And it reinforces one of the important aspects of BSG Can, which is the, the social side of it. Meeting and talking with the people that you're actually going to be working with and forming friendships with. And as in past years, also, you're doing a tourist day at the end. What do you have planned for that day? I don't know. <laughs> Each year, I talk to people throughout the conference and, and find out what what they would like to see this year. In past years, we've, we've gone to a, a former nuclear fallout center. It was you know, you know planned to be the place that the Canadian government would retreat to in, in case of nuclear war. We've we've done museums, we've done boat tours, garden tours. I'll just see what people feel like this year, and then that that's what we'll do. That's on the Sunday. Uh, the last day of the conference is on a Saturday, and on the Sunday we'll have a tourist day. So while you're booking your affairs, look to leave later on Sunday rather than earlier on Sunday if you want to come and do the touristy things with the rest of us. And how are the numbers looking this year? You know, has the trend been growing over the years? It's always gotten a little bit bigger each year. It, it's way too early for, for me to know what the attendance will be like. Really, most people book in the last three or four weeks before the conference starts. We get a flurry at the beginning after registration opens, and then it, it basically dies, and, and people wait and wait and wait, and then they start doing it at the last minute again. The number of talks will be higher this year, basically because of the free BSD Developer Summit. The number of attendees will probably about, be about the same as last year, which was about 225, something like that. And how about sponsorship? Is that filled out pretty good? It has. We, we, we have our regular um, sponsors from previous years back like Google, the FreeBSD Foundation, IX Systems, and NetApp. But as time goes on, we get more and more sponsors. The closer we get, the number of sponsors increases. And along with BSD Can, you're also running another conference at the same time, aren't you? Yes. Um, PG Con is actually the week after BSD Can. It'll be at the same venue as BSD Can, uh, but just a week later. This will be the fifth year for, for PGCon. It's a database conference centered around PostgreSQL. We've been running basically since the 10th anniversary. They had a, an anniversary conference in Toronto, and shortly after that, I was approached and asked if I'd like to continue running the conference uh, for, for the community's behalf. This year, we've got Greg Smith coming to give a performance tutorial, and Greg's recently released a new book called PostgreSQL 9.0 High Performance. 
The keynote this year will be from Paul Ramsey, who's a key figure in the GIS world. And interesting from an enterprise point of view, we're going to have a talk about a tool for migrating from Oracle to Postgres. And what, what I find fascinating about the, the speaker list is literally they're coming from all over the world. They're, they're USA, Canada, South America, Europe, and Asia. They, they all come to Ottawa at the same time every year for this conference. It's, it's fascinating. And if people want to see the specific schedules, those are all set at this point, you know, both on the BSD CAN website and the PGCon website? Yes, the, ske- the schedules went up a couple of weeks ago. They're both available at bsdcan.org and pgcon.org, respectively. You can see the list of schedules. You can register. You can see the speakers. You can see the content of their talks. And if you have any questions, there's a form on each website to start asking questions and discuss the conference. Maybe it was just last year that you also started doing some updates on Twitter and other things during the conference. Is that going to be happening again? Yes, both BSG Can and PGCon now have Twitter accounts and Facebook pages. You can find BSG Can on Twitter slash at BSG Can, and you can find PGCon at PGCon underscore ORG. Uh, the Facebook pages are both easy to find. Just type in the conference name into the your search and you'll find us. Updates also go out on the mailing list. Each conference has an announced mailing list that we recommend that you join. It's a low-volume mailing list, but all the important stuff goes out on those lists as well as gets posted uh, to Twitter and Facebook. And PostgreSQL is something that you not only help out with when it comes to the conference, but something that you use personally, right? Yes, I've been using Postgres since September 2000 or so. I started using it while I was working on fresh ports. I was trying to do various things like steward procedures and relational integrity. And at that time, MySQL didn't have what I needed. And someone suggested I try Postgres. And I did, and I've been using it ever since. It's become my favorite database by far. And I come from a background of of commercial databases like DB2, Oracle, Sybase, things like that. And after I started using open source databases, Postgres very clearly won that battle. Yeah, I think it's one of those pieces of BSD licensed software that is sort of a a silent success story. Yes, in that regard, Postgres and BSD have a lot in common in terms of being the, the quiet winner. Both projects have a lot lot of um, supporters. Both are widely used. Both are very well written, uh, high performance, solid tools. And the sad thing is, is that a lot of people are just unaware of of the quality available with these projects. And besides uh, spending all your time trying to put conferences together, do you have any time to work on any other BSD stuff or at least try out some of the newest things that have been coming out? My favorite project lately has been a 14-terabyte ZFS server that I put together recently. It's sitting in my basement running FreeBSD, and it's built entirely with commodity hardware that I got from Newegg. It is running the main storage server for all of my backups. It's part of my Bacula installation, and I've been using Bacula for 
nearly eight years now. The first thing I did with Bacula was create a Postgres backend for it, and that in itself is growing in popularity. I venture to say that there's more people using Bacula with Postgres than there are people using Bacula with MySQL now. Postgres just seems to be better suited for running large backups, and Bacula uses Postgres or MySQL or SQLite as a catalog. It will store in the catalog a list of all the files it backed up, where it backed it up from, where it backed it up to, size, MD5 if you want it, things like that. So when you're backing up large amounts of data, or, or, or more precisely, large numbers of files, you've got to have a high-performing database sitting behind it in, in order to accept the volume of data that you're going to be throwing at it. Have you found the system to be fairly stable? I, I guess uh, there's been a lot of new versions of ZFS that have gone into the tree, and uh, from what I hear, people are using it in production environments. I've not had any problem with the system once I got it set up and running. It, it's been very very steady. I think there may have been one time that it, it, it powered down because there's a power failure, but apart from that, it's it's been running solid for eight or ten months now. Uh, oh, no, it, it, I think it's been a year now. Yes, it's been over a year. I think it's been about 14 months that that server's been up and running now. Great. Well, hopefully uh, working on these conferences doesn't take too much time away from from playing with all the cool stuff. I know that so much of what I learn comes not from uh, what I do at my job, but you know when I take the time to just get something built and play with it. Yep, I agree. There's been a lot of stuff I've learned working with FreeBSD, open source software, Postgres, just by building things that, that I needed. And a lot of that has come back and I've wound up using it in my day job as well. Well, are there, I guess, any other things you want to let people know about the two conferences? Nope, that's about it. Um, thanks again for, for letting me do this talk and I'll see you at BSD Can. Yes, you will. All right. Thank you very much. See ya. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 203.